Welcome to The Frenzy. I'm Melissa Carter. And I'm Jen Hobby. The Frenzy's mission is to celebrate friendships over 40. We believe that women can thrive through authentic relationships, self-discovery, and spiritual exploration. Our decades-long friendship continues to grow because we are willing to go there and share our truths through life's highs and lows. That's why The Frenzy is here, to hold space for women who are 40 and older, because at this age, your story matters more than ever. And I put ketchup on my steak and I put ketchup on my eggs. Yes, girl. That's a Southern girl right there. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people that just said, you know what? I can't, I can't, Melissa. But yes, no, I do. Don't give me steak sauce. Give me ketchup. Ketchup on your steak. Okay. Yes. To me, that ruins a steak, but I'm fully with you on the ketchup on the eggs. On the eggs, yes. I know I'm in the minority about the steak, but it's how I grew up and that's just what I like. Because steak sauce, I don't think tastes good. And at this age, you like what you like. Hell yeah. Right? You just go with it. Just stop. You don't care what anybody else thinks about you. You ask that server for the ketchup. Uh, yes. I'm going to be the person that my grandchildren be like, grandma or Mimi or Gigi or whatever the hell they call me. It's like, no, no. Give me my ketchup. Give me my ketchup. Anyway. <laughs> I'm Jen Hobby and I can't see up close. So when I went out to dinner with my girlfriends, I took a big, delicious bite of my ahi tuna salad. And I realized that I actually swallowed the huge pile of sliced ginger. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say wasabi, but still the Ooh. whole pile of ginger. I thought it was a mango <laughs> chunk because in the rest of the salad is a beautiful salad. There's this beautiful slices oh. of ahi tuna, but I couldn't really see very well. And I didn't want to pull out my readers to eat. Oh. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to eat my salad. I stabbed what I thought it was a mango and got a surprise of a lifetime when I was biting down and chewing on it. And one of my girlfriends was in the middle of a very important story she was telling. So I didn't interrupt her. I just chewed it and swallowed the whole thing. How was it? Does it make you not want to eat ginger anymore? Well, I will say my stomach was pretty upset the next day. <laughs> I think it has some um, qualities that is similar to a detox. Oh, there you go. Right. It's I like cleans you right on out. <laughs> Sorry, TMI. <laughs> uh, lesson learned. I will wear my readers next time. God, I I'm go the same way. I don't know if it's a Pisces thing or, but uh, yeah, I I know people that would have spit that out and made a joke out of it or so, or would have. Where I'm like you, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to bring the attention to me if it's on somebody else. So, so I just ate it. I would have eaten it too. Bless <laughs> your then, heart. I did tell my girlfriends when they were, uh, when she was finished with the story, I, I told everybody at the table, I said, I just ate the whole pile of sliced <laughs> ginger in one bite. And they laughed. And uh, one of my girlfriends said that on her first date, when she was 16, she got a baked potato and she was trying to pay attention to the date and what he was talking about. And, you know, so she didn't realize that she scooped up a big bite of butter. It was one of those, oh, God. <laughs> you know, the circles, the spheres yeah. of butter. And she said she just chewed it <laughs> and chewed it all the way through. And he never knew. But she said she wanted to throw up during the whole date. 
Oh God, bless her heart. <laughs> I know. I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't, yeah, I can't. Anyway, yeah, I was taking a, I was taking a drink because I was trying to think of anything I've done on a date. I'm sure there's plenty of things I can't, but I'm. 51 i can't think of it but uh yeah but that's not what we're talking about on today's show coming up on today's show jen what are we doing i have some crazy cat lady questions <laughs> for melissa carter because yes girl you are a crazy cat lady how many you have in your house four four cats yeah and we just took a trip to visit some family members and stayed in my niece's apartment and she has two cats so i spent a week living with cats and i have got lots of questions for you also, you're, you don't know my life question. See how defensive I'm getting. I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, we're going to have a, you don't know my life question. And we thought we'd go ahead and let you know what it's going to be so that you can think about it. And it is, how did you get scammed from Instagram? Plus on the frenzy advice column today, we have a question from Ashley in North Carolina. She wants to know some creative ways to stay in touch with friends who live out of state or in different time zones. So we'll dive into that. Also, Jen has your mirror mantra to say to your reflection this week. Quick question. Have you signed up for the Frenzy Weekly email yet? Well, please do. We send the episode right to your inbox. So it's a nice little reminder to listen. And then we include links to things that we talk about and give you some deeper insights into the topics that we cover. The Frenzy email list is also how you get into our private Facebook group. So sign up today at thefrenzy.com. It'll take you two seconds. And thanks to our listeners who have subscribed to our email list at thefrenzy.com. Our three new friends are Misty Ramachandran, Jessica Magana, and Wendy Wolf. Thank you so much. All right, Melissa Carter, I'm going to dive into some crazy cat lady questions for you here in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's thank our sponsors. Just heard your friend, neighbor, or colleague has been diagnosed with cancer? Your first instinct is, what can I do? Kick It Pajamas is the answer. Kick It sells pajamas, gowns, and other accessories specifically designed for those going through cancer treatment. Go to kickitpajamas.com and use the code FRENZY to get 10% off. That's kickitpajamas.com, code FRENZY for 10% off. Give the gift of comfort and style. Kick It Pajamas. Let's kick cancer off the planet. Hey, it's Melissa. My family has a history of vascular disease, so I make a point to get my vascular system checked through life line screening each year. The health of your arteries is important and it's critical to understand your risk of stroke and cardiovascular disease. With a simple preventative screening, I get peace of mind or early detection so that I can take action. Since 1993, Lifeline Screening's highly experienced staff has screened over 10 million people in order to bring awareness to potential health problems for follow-up with your physician. To find out more, go to LifelineScreening.com. That's LifelineScreening.com and be sure to use the code FRIENDS. That's frenzy without the Y. So that's F-R-I-E-N-D-Z. Okay. So Melissa Carter, <laughs> I have got some questions for you about your cats. And let me get this straight. I think crazy cat ladies are awesome. I do think you're a crazy cat lady, but not in like a mean way, like in an awesome way. Cats are cool. It's accidental. Well, that I'm glad you said that because Jen has questions because she authentically has been interested in having a cat. I have four cats and brief description that was unintentional. I always usually have two and then a 20 year old Akima, bless her soul. She was one of, I had her since I was in my twenties past uh, during the pandemic. 
And so my son was very upset by that. And so I normally have two cats. So I'm like, hey, let's get a cat during the pandemic. And this way we can train it. We can be with it. And um, so no charity would let me adopt just one cat. They all wanted to, them to go with a litter mate because they, you know, whatever. They needed they, to get rid of the animals yes. because they couldn't operate the shelters. They That's needed exactly right. them all to have forever families. So they were doing them two at a time. Yes. And so I was like, fine. And we got two. And so that it gave me three. And I was like, that's good enough. I've got three cats. And then I, on a trip to the grocery store, a homeless lady had witnessed somebody throw two little kittens out of the car and she couldn't care for them. And I'm like, well, hell, I'll let me figure this out. And I brought them home thinking I was going to adopt both of them out. I adopted one out to a fantastic family. And then the second one was too small for a charity to take. And they said, we'll take it in a month. Well, of course, a little kitten in my house for a month is not going to disappear after a month. And so we, I have four cats now. So, yes. And I tend to call it, I'm opening a cat cafe, Jen. Not that a I'm cafe. a crazy cat. Yes. Cat cafe. Okay. So first things first, where yes. does the uh, crazy cat lady definition come from? Like what, like what's I think the, the I think, mystery behind that? I think it's because, um, it's this is kind of the stereotype of the gamer guy that's living in the, his parents' basement. That the crazy cat lady is the woman that never got married, that lives okay. by herself, and then she just happens to have a lot of cats around her uh, that she uses as her social life. And so the it, the stereotype is for a woman who is is something's wrong with her to where she can't function in society so she has her cats in her she house has cats and that's who she has conversations with right yes correct got <laughs> it got it okay and i don't know what the number is i assume I, when i was had three cats i thought okay i'm i'm there i thought three cats was crazy cat lady and now i have four so anyway continue questions <laughs> Because we are close to Halloween this time of year and all things like spooky, why yes. do cats have such superstition around them? Like, why is the black cat this superstitious sign of something? I think because there's this reputation that witches always had cats. Like, I don't oh. know if, you know, because I didn't if think you, of that. Yeah, because if you see, uh, Usually image imagery of witches has the black cat. Now, I don't know, if, of course, if witches, because I don't really convene with a coven. Uh, but if I did, <laughs> I would ask them if cats are part. But cats also, I think because they're independence, like I, there's uh, people who are anti-cat are usually very uh, pro-dog. Now, I have both. I have a dog in the house. So I have I have five animals in this house. I am crazy. Uh, but I've always had dogs and cats together and my animals have always gotten along. And that's because I grew up with both a dog and a cat. My parents only had one of each, but you know, they can get along. I don't see them as one versus the other, but they're very different. Dogs are very pack oriented and they, that's why they do what you train them. You're their pack leader. So you, right, you're the alpha, you're the alpha. Allegedly. So they, yeah. So they will follow you and, and do what you want. Like my, you know, she's about 15 years old at this point, Gigi. And she is blind and deaf, but she will find me. She does not want to me to be away from her in a different room. Like she's sitting right here at my feet. She always my wants cats to are cats could give a trip. I mean, cats are independent. Okay. They are they are not pack animals. They are independent predators. 
and they are fine on their own. I've just always had two because I, I don't know, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he needs a friend. Well, cats don't need friends, but mine obviously have a lot of friends in the house. But I think the reason there's anti-cat feelings is because the cat is not doing what you want it to do. The cat does its own thing. And Which sometimes, is kind of yeah. cool. There's That's a, what I love cats I, for that. I like cats because there's like a calming energy about them. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking you all these crazy cat lady questions because I am going to have to do a real hard sell on my husband in order for us to get a cat. Um, so I'm very interested. And then we lived with a cat and my niece, two cats in my niece's apartment um, while we were on vacation. And so I had some more experience with actually living with a cat, not just visiting somebody else's cat. Right. So I'm asking all these questions because I truly am interested in having one. Okay. Can I, can I jump in and tell you one of the main reasons I like cats? Yeah. Or living with cats over dogs is because cats clean themselves. Okay. Cats are, cats are very meticulous. Cats are picky about their environment. And so if the litter box is too dirty, like if you have the litter box inside, I know people that the cats are trained to go outside. So the cat, you know, just like a dog, it's an outdoor cat. Um, but I have my cats inside because there's a lot of anti-cat people. And sometimes I've known people who purposely tried to run over cats when they were oh, driving. No, my sister's cats were poisoned by the neighbor. <gasps> so there are people, you know, so I've never had my cats outside because they're just mean people out there uh, about cats. But if the litter box is too dirty, the cat will go next to it to give you the signal that I, I can't function in that litter box. It needs to be clean. Like cats like to be clean. And so they don't like to get their paws, you know, wet. Sometimes they, a lot of cats don't like water, but they clean themselves. Their tongues are hard like combs for the purpose of cleaning. If you have a long haired cat, a lot of times you'll get a lot of hairballs, And basically that's just them vomiting up the hair that they have cleaned off their bodies. I have short hair cats and I don't have a problem with hairballs. They don't vomit their hair. Okay. Hairballs um, is uh, going to be a check in the con column, okay? But if you but if you get <laughs> Pros, it short, but that cons. but there are food. There's food you can get for cats. Have, but like I said, that I've only known people with long hair long cats, cats that had an issue with that. They, okay. The cat's body is able to digest it if it's in limited amounts. Okay, um, so here's the cleaning. But they're clean, but I'm just saying question. that they're clean and they don't smell. See, dogs, you have to bathe consistently because every then, you know, the dog gets a dog smell. It's time for a bath. Cat, mm -hmm. That never happens with cats. You, you can, they, to okay. me, they're furry and they purr and they're just warm and they like to stay on you because cats like warmth. And anyway, sorry. Okay, so we have on. no <laughs> baths in the pro column. We got hairballs in the con problem. Yes, column. potentially. But hairballs, again, you may never may see not. one. Okay. Let me ask you about litter box because yes. this was the biggest challenge in my niece's apartment. She had her litter boxes in her bathroom and one of the cats liked to scratch all the litter out onto the floor, like every time he used it. So there was litter everywhere scattered all over. And I felt like we vacuumed like three times a day because if we didn't, then you're like stepping on it. And then you're like walking around the apartment and like tracking litter. I, I was like, so, how, how is this manageable? So dog, uh, so, sorry, cats, not dogs, cats, they bury their stuff. So you notice when you take a dog out, they just poop and they walk like dogs, like you they pee, hunch, they look a little shameful about it. And then, and they, then they, they leave. On. 
where cats, uh, especially if they're taught by their parents, so house trained cats, which normally yeah. you would get at a shelter, they would know whether it's a potty trained cat or not. That's natural. You don't have to do that with a cat. They learn that from their parent and it's instinctual where they don't want, a, because they're not a pack animal, they're usually on their own. So they don't want anybody uh, tracking them. So they bury their poop and they bury their pee. So that's huh. why that's why you have a litter box inside because a, a cat needs to bury it. And that's what the litter is for, is to give them the sensation that they are in the dirt. Well, in the case of your friend's cat or your niece's cat, there are some cats that just don't do it well. I've had a cat like that where they're that sloppy. They're trying to bury it and they're just slinging they, and they're going through the motions and they then they leave. I've had a cat where didn't they didn't check it. And I've had the other cat come and bury it for them because oh they're gosh. just sloppy. About it. So that's just a that's unique to that one cat. Not every cat's that way. Right. Have, I, I don't think her, it's a brother and sister pair that she has. And the sister was very neat and tidy. The brother made a hot mess every time he used the bathroom. <laughs> and then as soon as we would clean it up and like scoop out the litter box and get rid of the poo and have it nice and fresh, he'd go in there and ruin it again. It's like he wanted us to yes. clean it just so he could go in there and so I just felt like yeah. it was a 24-7 job to keep up with this litter box in her place. And I just thought, you got to really love a cat in order to do this, <laughs> like 24-7. It's not 24-7. It's just that particular cat has that particular personality. Now, I will say, uh, sell, and, and I've got four boys, I would suggest to get a girl. A girl because... cat is different than a boy cat. When it comes to exactly what you said, like my girl wow. cats have always been a little more less aggressive. Uh, now my girl cat that passed, I mean, she was a badass. Like she would take no, take no crap. And she was, you know, but when it came to the litter box or came to her food bowl or came to, you know, she was, she was more again, cleanliness and, and, and you barely could tell that she was there where it depends. I've got, I've got boy cats that, again, are very like, you know, my oldest is just, you can't tell. He goes to the litter box. It's not a big mess. He eats. It's not a big mess. But then I've got another boy that is, <laughs> you know, he, it, like, there are times I found the uh, litter box turned over. Oh, my gosh. One day. And I was, and and, and, I, and it was the, <laughs> it's, I know exactly which cat did that because he's just aggressive. And he was just being aggressive about making sure that it was covered. So he covered it with the box itself. And when he eats, like he eats as if he's hadn't eaten in three days. He's aggressive and <laughs> manic about just his jaws are huge when he chomps the food. But that's just him. That's his personality. But I haven't seen that type of personality in a girl cat. So you're taking a chance when you adopt because you don't know what you're getting when you adopt a cat. But I'd say in your house for a husband that is not that a big fan of cats, I would probably start with a girl. Okay. And e that's the case, even if they are spayed and neutered, because you fix your cats, right? Yes. They, yes. All my kid, my youngest is, uh, he was a little wormy because he came from the streets. And so we're getting rid of the worms before we take care of the neutering. But yes, I always get my cat spayed or neutered. The spaying takes longer to recover because it's an internal thing. They have to internally get you know, it's more invasive where with the boy cats, it's just, they're, they're making sure that the sack is empty, that nothing 
comes into yeah. the sack. And um, that always so, makes yeah. me think of um, Bob Barker from Prices. Yes. Right. Didn't he always tell everybody at the end of the show <laughs> to stay neuter. and neuter your yes. pets? <laughs> when that's also tall, skinny microphone. And again, I'm not a I'm not a vet. I, I'm sure that doesn't come as a surprise to a lot of people. But over again, my entire life, I've had dogs and cats and that's also healthy for them. I know a lot of people think it's your but animals produce sex hormones. And so if you don't spay and neuter your animals and you're not allowing them to roam and have ah. sex, you are actually, it, it is unhealthy for them. It actually lengthens the life of an animal to spay and neuter them because you were, you're taking away the possibility of these hormones being uh, doing damage to their body because they're not able to have sex and balance those hormones out. Okay. Couple more cat questions. Yes. Are they all <laughs> nocturnal? Not necessarily, but uh, cats, um, cats see better. Well, the cats can see well at night, oh. but also cats see better with motion. I don't, this is, doesn't exactly answer your question that yes, cats are nocturnal. And uh, usually a cat will be up at some point of the night to do something, whether it's to eat, whether it's to go to the bathroom and sometimes to play. Just, I'd say, make sure that any toys you get for your, like, I have quiet toys, you know, like stuffed, right. little stuffed animals. I don't do the bells and the balls and all that stuff because, and the noisemakers, because they will play with that at night while you're trying to sleep. So Got in the it. morning, I will see items moved knowing they were up, but they usually fall asleep when I fall asleep and they're usually asleep when I wake up. So sometime in the night, they'll get up to do something, but they're not up all night. Got um, it. But they're routine oriented. My, my nieces were awake at night and they were like walking on our heads and <laughs> walking up and down. I think they were exploring us. And of course yes. they like my husband because he didn't want anything to do with them. And I think cats yes. know if like, I yes. was like the one that was like, come here, come snuggle with me. They were like, nah, don't want you lady. We want the guy who's trying to ignore us. What is yes. that? Well, it's funny. I, it, I was about to say that. Yes. Grant will learn. He, my father was anti-cat. My brother, what started Cats in Our House is my brother um, <clears throat> on vacation one time. I, I was told the story um, that he picked, there was a, he, cats love my brother. They're attracted to him. Strays come, so, oddly come to his place. And so he was little at a hotel and a cat, stray cat came up to him mm. at like at two years old. And so he started playing with him and the cat was sweet. And then my brother picked it up to try to take it into the hotel room. And my parents were like, no. And that's when my mother told my father, you're going to have to get this boy a cat. And so, um, you know, cause he was anti-cat. So he finally gave in and there are plenty of pictures of Simon. We had a male cat, Simon laying on his neck while my dad was reading, laying in his lap. Like they, they know it's like, because they have a very, and pardon my language, but very fuck you attitude. So they are, uh, they know they got you that cat knew. Oh, well, I got this one, but that, that guy over there, like, I'm going to show him, like it's a rebel. They are very rebellious Interesting. And, and they will charm you. They it, like this cat that I adopted. I, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that his, his sibling had disappeared that he was about to disappear from this house and he spent his time doing nothing but paying attention to me. And now I adopted him. I mean, he know they, they know they're smart. They're very smart animals. Anyway, smart is in the pro category. I like that. They're I very, like smart. very smart and they're routine oriented. So okay. be, be careful what time you feed them breakfast, because that is when they will always expect breakfast and they will wake you up to get breakfast. The cat that passed away, Akima, 
I just adored her, but she was a little asshole at times. <laughs> and if I was sleeping in, she would literally jump from the floor onto the bed as hard as she could to shake the bed and then jump on my stomach and then jump off. Like, wake up, wake up. Like she wouldn't get in my face, but she would shake the bed to wake me up. I'm hungry. And then the, my oldest now, Nico, he just sits and stares. So he'll, he'll get up and he'll be, his face will be in my face when I wake up <laughs> because it's time for breakfast. And then if he's out of water, he's anytime Nico is sitting and staring at me, even, even Mr. Carter knows this, he wants something. So if he's just giving you a cold stare, it's like, okay, what haven't I done? So cats really give, have the attitude that you work for them. They're not your pet. You're their pet. And so Hilarious. they will let you know when something's wrong. So anyway, so yes, I, but I love that. That's what I love about him. I love my dog because she's such a loyal companion mm -hmm. and I love my cats because they just, I don't know. I, I work for them, you know, and uh, I'm their <laughs> hired hand, but I love you know, that. anyway, okay. I don't know if I'm answering your questions, but yes. Last question for you is about the claws because yep. I know some people who have declawed their cats and they're only indoor cats. And then I know other people who let their cats outdoors and they say, you have to let them keep their claws. If they're going to go outdoors, so they can climb a tree or defend themselves or whatever. Yes. So tell me about the claw thing. I am anti declawing. I think that that's okay. for the convenience of the human. And I think it's disrespectful to the animal um, because the equivalent, and I've heard this, that the equivalent is if you cut off the, your finger down to the first knuckle, oh. that it's not just taking the nail out. You're taking like, you're taking part of, of not only it, their balance out part of their natural way of, you know, you're taking too much away. They don't just take the nail out. They are cutting off part of their finger. And, um, in order to do that, and you can easily clip, I, I, you can easily clip a cat's um, cl uh, claws. Right. There are nail clippers. Um, as, as long as you start the process when they're kittens and they're used to it, then it's no big deal. Um, but I, I don't do that as often. Like I, I don't have, my cats don't claw the furniture. They don't really, they don't do that. If one of them has started to do that, um, then I, I scold them and show them, you need to give them a place where they claw. So the reason they claw um, in general is because they are responsible for pulling off the top layer of their nail. So it's their way of clipping their nails mm. is to claw and pull. And you'll see these shells of nails. You barely see them. But if I've seen one or two, it's, it's just a shell of a nail that's on the floor and it's, it's their nail clipping. So they do it. So they not only clean themselves, but they, they manage, they give themselves manicures and so that's why there's scratching posts. That's why you have scratching posts and you teach the, the cat that's where you scratch. And all my cats scratch on the scratching posts and don't scratch the furniture. Mm -hmm. um, I've really never had a cat that the only time that I have, I have scratch marks in my current couch because when Akima was too old to jump on the couch, she would pull herself up on the couch. And I didn't realize she was doing that, but she wasn't doing it to claw it. She was trying to climb. <laughs> so the only issue yeah. I ever had was when she was elderly. But um, but yeah, give the cat, I, the best thing you can do for your cat is to give him a little cat house or, you know, you've seen the shelves or play, that include like the a tower, a tower. Yes. A cat tower and put it by a window. Cats okay. bodies run hotter than ours. And that's why they lay in the sun. 
So any if you see these, it, it, you can see all over the internet where if a, it, it is true, if the light is coming into a window, if the sunshine is coming into a window and it's just got this little strip on your floor, that cat will lay in the strip just to be in the sun. The cat needs to be hot. And so uh, that's why they lay in your lap is because they, you generate heat. They can't, they don't like to be cold. I had a cat growing up, our heater vents were on the floor. He would lay in, my mom and I were fascinated that he would lay lay right on the vent, take the heat on the vent. And, and, you know, it would burn most people, but anyway, he needed, so cats body temperatures are higher than 98.6. And so that's why they are constantly trying to find ways to be warm. And that's why if you put them in the sun in a window, they'll sleep there all day. And if you put a blanket on your lap, they'll climb up and they'll just lay in your lap all night. Like they just want to be warm. So that's the other. Re- so again, it seems sweet that they want to be affectionate and be cuddly. Yeah. They're doing it because they want to be warm. So they'll, you know, they'll let you pet them and hug on them. Again, um, you are their pet, <laughs> not they are your pet. Yes. I love it. And they will. And again, thank you I, for all this, because yes. I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like we learned a little bit by living with a couple for, for a week, but I just had these, these questions well the follow-up one last thing about the litter boxes that's the main reason now my goal is always for people to walk in my house and it not smell like i have animals you know right and the usually the problem with that and i have more problems with the dog on this but carpets i'm working to get the carpets out of this house i moved into yeah um but i also i keep the litter box um boxes so i have since i have four cats you can't just have one litter box i have a box for each cat and I have them all upstairs in the bedrooms area, right? So in bathrooms and everything, because the idea is I don't want visitors. And then if it's near me, because I lived in a place one time where I put it where the hot water heater was in a closet, like not next to it, but like in a, in a, and I forgot about it. Like, so sometimes you have to have it near you so that you don't forget to clean it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no reason for a litter box to smell because they have improved litters. Like litter, the litter to me stinks more than the, than the poop does. Like it, some litters are awful, but there are now natural. I use a, um, cause as a transplant recipient, there's chemicals in litter that I'm not supposed to be around. And there's natural litters that you can get. Um, there'll be times where I have tried out the puppy pads I, that I have gotten for my elderly dog and the cats will pee on the puppy pad. And that has no odor whatsoever. It's just, they get confused on how to cover it. Right. So they, they then flip the puppy pad cause they, but um, anyway, the litter box should not be something that is intimidating you, as long as you care for it, if you, you know, your animal's only going to go to the bathroom in it, if maybe like you do, you go to the toilet, how many times? Well, that's how many times the cat's going to go in the litter box. You clean it every day. No big deal. It takes 60 seconds. And I usually dump the items in a, in a plastic grocery bag and tie it off. And, and, you know, you can keep your house from smelling. That's the thing. It's like it, it, it you get in a routine and, and the litter box is such a small part of what your life is like. And for your friend, if you get a, get a cat that kicks it too far, you can get a covered litter. That's what the covered litter boxes are for. Yeah, that's what he did. She had a covered one and he kicked it out of the door he of still the got- covered one. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just a mess. That's a, that's a messy cat. That's just, yeah, just bless his heart. So much messy, and it seems like you could kind of take care of the litter box thing if you had an outdoor indoor cat that they'd go outside, right? 
Yes, but again, you know, you have a tag on it, have a chip on that cat, and you will have to do more flea treatments if you have an outdoor cat. So make sure that you do flea treat. I mean, you do, again, I only do consistent flea treatments for my cats because I have a dog, but now she barely goes outside anymore because she's so old. But yeah, so there's there's balance to that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's not a big deal. So it's your preference. It's whatever you want to do. And a cat... You know, and the thing, <laughs> what your I'm cat try, what your cat will end up doing is visiting the neighbors' houses too. So don't be surprised if your neighbor sees your cat, because cats are smart and they're like, okay, well I'm out here. She feeds me food. There's another house that looks like this house. So I bet that person would feed me too. I mean, I'm telling you, cat. And cat, anyway, it, I could talk more and more. I love cats. I think they live longer than dogs. They are, um, they are a calming presence. I think they're that's very thin. Yes. That's my favorite part is I think that they're so sweet and calming. And I know my girls would love having one. I just got to convince the husband. Yeah. Mr. Carter is, you know, Katie is a, do- a total dog person, not a cat person. She was not a fan of the cats when we lived together. And, um, but they loved her and she's had a dog and I've had the cats. And Mr. Carter, as of today, is all about cats. Like he, loves cats. So anyway, I, and for those who don't have cats or hate cats, I'm sorry for, you know, thank you for sitting through the conversation, but I, I, I yeah, I just, I think that, you know, an, animal lovers are animal lovers. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in hating one or the other and they all have their own personalities. And I think that when you are looking for it, the, I think that you should go and, and just let the cat find you like, because Akima was a cat that I went to the humane society, Atlanta humane society. And she like, I don't know. They, they know, like she just came to the, to the cage, you know, thing. And it was just looking at me and there was, I don't know. There's something about cats where they, you, they find you. And so go in person with your daughters and, and have, have them connect, connect with the cat. Because if, it, to me, the test is if a cat rubs your chin with its face, so a cat does that to mark its territory. And so I usually, my litmus test when I would go look at cats was if I played with them and, you know, they let you, you know, take them out of the cage and, and play. And if a cat looks at you and rubs you and kind of nuzzles your neck, then that's an indication that they, you know, they're very comfortable with you and they will probably continue to do that their whole life. They pick you. They pick you. That's so sweet. They do. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. (laughs) All right, Melissa Carter, let's go with a question out of the, you don't know my life box. All right. You don't know my life. Uh, You can buy this, you know, on Amazon. We have the link. um, If you're watching on YouTube below, the question today is how did you get scammed from Instagram? Instagram scam. Oh my gosh. I saw the coolest ad and they knew they were talking right to me. I don't know how they've been listening to my phone or something, but I bought the biggest piece of junk and it is magnetic eyelashes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> These Show are... and tell you're showing them to me. Fake eyelashes, which I like to wear, especially when we do anything in our line of work on camera or taking pictures, whatever, because I have very small eyes and I have blonde eyelashes. So even when I put on mascara, my eyes don't show up very well. So I saw this ad on Instagram. I was like, these are genius. They have a magnetic strip and you're supposed to be able to put one on top and one underneath your real lashes. 
and the the magnet boop, holds them together and it's supposed to hold on there. So I thought, oh, this is so much better than having to glue it on and then put ma- you know makeup on top of it to smooth it out. This is a bunch of bull. This is crap. Okay. They never get close enough. The magnets never get close enough to your eye. So they look like you have a um, love bug smashed on your eyeball. <laughs> once it's on there well so now you now they with, took my 40 dollars and ran i don't now, remember how much it was but it was something like that now those you say the magnets of each one attract to the other right of the lashes the top and bottom lashes because, right there's supposed to be one on top and one on the bottom and the magnets are supposed to hold them together but it doesn't really look like lashes it is a bunch of bull well i was just going to say that there are magnetic lashes that i've used that are not bull but it's the I you it's a the lashes come with eyeliner and the eyeliner has the magnetation or whatever in it in it and then the eyelashes connect to the eyeliner which actually does work and you don't have to reapply makeup to smooth it out so there are but these are not them these are not them yeah nope. I, this I, is a big old Instagram scam I don't I'm with you I am a sucker for an ad on Instagram <laughs> and I will p- click on it but there's only two things I, I've bought two things not cosmetic. But one was this, I was, I just moved into this townhouse and I was, you know, you know, I was decorating and discarding some of my old stuff and wanting something new. And there was this clock, there was a clock that was this really neat, I don't know how to describe it, but every time the minute turned, there was like this really cool geometric shape thing. I think the numbers were in the geometric shapes and it would like switch like a puzzle to the number with well, every oh, second so you. and I'm like oh yes and it you know and it it looked like it was going to take up like it, what I needed was a, one of those little wall spaces beside the big picture window I just needed something over on one side of it and I thought that'd be perfect and you could see that from the kitchen area and you could see what time it is and you know and it was going to be neat. My son would be like all about time by this cool clock and these numbers. And I'm oh, this is great. And so it looked like it was going to be, you know, I, I don't know, 11 by 17. Like it was going to be a larger. It was neat. Neat. When it came, it the the, the sack was about the sa- size of my hand. Oh, and you're when I kidding. looked in it, it was paper and it was a dial and it was something I had to put together myself. And it was nothing like what the ad showed. Ah, uh, scammed. How much did you spend on it? I do not remember. It probably had to be 20 to 30 bucks on this little piece of crap paper. And so, yeah, I got big scammed on that. And then there was a fidget spinner for Mr. Carter and it was a Pac-Man fidget spinner, Jen Hobby was a pack. And it was supposed to, when you spun it, Pac-Man was going to look like he was chomping. There was some kind of visual thing that they, it was supposed to be like two layers. So when you spun it, the layers, when they spun, opposite each other was going to have this animated motion of pac-man my son would love that and i bought it and it was a fidget spinner and it had cheap plastic around it that had pac-man painted on it and when you spun it he didn't do anything different you can't even see him piece of crap my son still plays in the back seat of the car he still plays with it but it wasn't anything yes so no no and now what i've done now what i do is i see the instagram and I'll still click on it, and then I'll go to Amazon or Target or Walmart or somewhere like a legitimate shopping area uh, online and search for that same product to see if it's actually available. And then see the reviews and see if it's yes. actually worth it. Or I that's what it. I should have done it. with these 
stupid. I bet it love bug eyelashes that are. How much did you spend on those? Crap. Probably like forty-five or fifty bucks. Wow. Because they're supposed to be like you never have to replace them. You use them over and over and over again no. for the rest of your life. This is the last time I was going to buy fake eyelashes, <laughs> Melissa. This was it. And nothing about that sounded <laughs> odd. But yes. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get 40 or 50 years out of those lashes. Yeah. I'm telling you, a bunch of crap. All right. I am going to try the one you were telling me about, though. I, you that know, I'll, cool. I'll, send you, I'll send you a link of the ones I've actually used. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes, too. All right. Moving on to the frenzy advice column. So today Yay. we have a question submitted from Ashley in North Carolina, and she wants to ask the frenzy what are some creative ways to stay in touch with friends who live out of state or in different time zones? She said, I have kids and I can't travel to see my friends as much as I would like. So how do other people stay close? What about um, for you? Cause I know some of your best friends are in Cali, another state in California. I have one yeah. that is in California and uh, we're a little slack right now. We'll say we got a little slack, but we're both um, single moms of young children uh, and throughout the pandemic, we set uh, a time at night. Well, it was late afternoon for her and evening for me. Um, and every Tuesday night at six o'clock, we would get on Zoom. It didn't matter what was going on. Every no Tuesday night at six o'clock, we got on Zoom. And we probably talked more during the pandemic doing it that way than we ever did. Because I would do is like she said, I would like we would just catch up when I would go there or she would come here. And that was not often that we had the chance to do that. Right. So I would say set a time and it's like you commit to it That's good. because there are times where my son was interrupting, her son was interrupting, things were going on, work was, you know, trying to text her. It didn't matter. We just sat with each other. She was cooking dinner. Like, you know, mm -hmm. don't assume if it's a good enough friend, you don't have to be sitting and staring at each other. There were times where we'd be on the call and I wouldn't even see her. She'd be w going around her apartment, but we were still, she was still talking like she would if you were sitting there on her couch, right. And her trying to get stuff done. So I would say that. And then I have another friend who we don't see each other as much, but we send gag gifts to each other. So we just keep the laughter going by sending something that is funny. Um, and that way it's, it's, it's a less time commitment friendship, but it's one where you, we connect on humor. And so that at least keeps you in mind and you have a story to tell. So there are two different types of ways I do it. That is awesome. I love those. Um, I was going to say a phone date as well. I do like a FaceTime date with my friend who lives in Nashville and same kind of thing with your friend. Like we will just set up the phone and just chit chat, but it's on the calendar and nothing else can interrupt it. We're not you know, also check an email or whatever else. And for both of us, I have got two kids and she has um, two stepkids. Um, they're both about the same age. So we schedule it during the work day where it's almost mm -hmm. like just easier because it's quieter and the kids are at school and that sort of thing. But we call it our phone date and we FaceTime and it's just some, there's something different about seeing each other face to face and being able to catch up in that way. Yeah. Um, and we try to do it every couple of months. Sometimes it'll stretch into six months, but whenever we chat, it's for like a good hour. Mm -hmm. um, so I like using technology in that way. You're using Zoom. I was using FaceTime. And then another way that I stay in touch with a group of friends, I am still 
really close with all of these women that I went to summer camp with when yep. we were kids. And there is about Mary, Mary, what's, what's the Camp name of Mary the Wood. Mary Wood. See, I remember yes. part of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and we are on a group chat. And so some days I will check my phone and I have 42 text messages. I'm like, what in the world? And it's always that group chat that has just gone off about something. Like you said, something funny. Somebody sent a funny picture. Um, we'll, you know, have like one of those time hops or, you know, Apple will send you a picture of something from your past and we'll share it. And then everybody's commenting on it or something funny will happen. And, um, it's just the most random things that everybody shares on there. Right. Um, and I think it's always fun and light and entertaining. Mm -hmm. And so we all try to stay in touch with what's going on there because sometimes I feel like at this stage of our life, if you don't do the funny stuff, the only time you're going to be in touch is when big, sad things happen. Right. You know, like whether you're attending a friend's parent's funeral or whether you're attending, you know, or somebody has a big health scare or a big thing that happens, then you're in touch again. So that's why I like the group text because it's just light. It's everyday random stuff. It's, it's and I, goof, well, goofy. Well, and I also think too, if you, have an interest like because I'm a geek and so I geek conventions are part you know Dragon Con is part of my life and when I was younger I would go to other conventions around the country and I uh, saw a group of women who that was their yearly they were all geeks and so it wasn't Dragon Con but it's another convention where they that was their time that was their vacation together they would cool. meet at the convention and they would all be, you know, rooming together. And that was their girl time. So that's another thing. It doesn't have to be like a convention, but I'm just thinking something consistent, just stay consistent. So if it's once a year, if you're good friends, once a year is enough. But mm -hmm. if you need to do a trip where you are always at Lake Tahoe, you're always at Vegas, you're always in Florida, you're always wherever you are, that you, that's the same spot every single year, same time. And it's just something that you always have on the calendar and you always look forward to, and then you have your girl time and don't, you just cannot allow anything to interrupt it because you, you know, it's a shame that we're more concerned about work and we'll shove everybody aside for work because they True. pay us rather than we are about our own children, about our friends. Like we need to treat our friends and children the same way we treat our in employer. Is I that think about that? I really do. I think about that with my close girlfriends because you know, if, you know, if we live out life expectancy, the way we plan, we're probably all going to, you know, be around longer than our partners are, you know what yes. I mean? You know, for Stati me anyway, cause I am married it, it, to a dude. <laughs> statistics, statistics show. And, and my mother, I mean, like the, the people I've seen in my life, women normally outlive men. And so there will be a phase of your life with your friends where your husbands will not be around or you will have friends whose husbands are not there and it slowly will. But yes, you, you're, you're the, your lives will change as you move forward. But if you stay consistent, then they won't deter you as much as they might some others who stay out of touch. Yeah. I'm fully know? on board with being like the golden girls. Yeah. I'll move into Florida. I love it. I love it. I love I love Grant, but he's, you know, you're going, you're going to outlive him. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, no offense, Grant, but it's, you know, but that's something else too, that the friends, you know, that's one of the things that the reason we're here is that it's okay for life's changes to happen, but just know more that, you know, just, just have your life there for you and not don't 
don't abandon your friends for your husband. I will say that don't abandon your friends for your husband, because when your husband's not there anymore, you're going to be left alone. And that's not where you want to be. My girlfriends, you included Melissa Carter, fill a different void that he can't fill. right? Right. Like we have a great marriage and he is my person, but my girlfriends and the conversations that we have and the conversations you and I have fill me up in a different way. Women, mm-hmm. I just feel more wired to communicate more fully right. than <laughs> right. he ever wants to. Well, you and know? sometimes, yeah, and sometimes your your opposites attract, and well, you know, because I, I I'm with women, and the women I'm with, there are times where they just don't get parts of me that friends get, yeah. and so it's okay for you to have more than one person fulfill who you are. We sh- women were taught that your man's going to take care of everything Uh -uh. or fill a hole or something. It's like, no, you fill that hole with your life and you choose your friend, but stay consistent. I would say if, if nothing else, figure out what's best for you and your friend, but stay consistent with it. Always do not let it slip to the, because my friend and I in California, we did that for over a year, every Tuesday night. And then there was a Tuesday night we couldn't make it. And that we have not gotten back on track since then. And that was several months ago. That's so, hard. Yeah. Once you break the, once the you pattern. break the cycle, then you let, yeah. Oh, well this Tuesday, uh, no, don't make an excuse. But if you have any questions for dear frenzy, uh, Melissa at the frenzy.com and Jen at the frenzy.com. I do love this segment. It's yes, great. Yes, I do too. I totally do. All right. So here is your mirror mantra in line with that. Just to say to your reflection this week is that I will make a phone date with my best friend. Yes. That could be on Zoom. That could be on FaceTime. That could just be a chat while you're driving in the car. But I will make a phone date with my best friend because you both deserve that time together. If you enjoy this episode of The Frenzy, please share it with a friend. We would love for more friends like you to find out about our show. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening and please leave us a review. And you can also go to the Frenzy's YouTube channel where we have videos, uh, we have extended interviews, go to YouTube and we have finally our vanity URL, the Frenzy Podcast. Follow at the Frenzy on Instagram and you can DM us with your advice column questions and any feedback on the show you want to send along. We'd love to hear it. Absolutely. We are here for you and we want to remind you Share your story. Open up about your story with trusted friends because your story matters. The Frenzy is hosted and produced by Melissa Carter, her, and me, Jen Hobby. All right, sound edited by Bo Johnson. (laughs) Original soundtrack produced by Tammy Hurt for placement music, written and recorded by Mark Daniels. The Frenzy celebrates friendships over 40. So thank you so much for spending your time with us. We love your friendship. All right, until next week, trust your gut, share your story, and and stop stop lying about about your your age. age. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Wow, we'll see you next time.